Hi there. This is Jillian on Love, and I'm on a mission to teach people how to completely revolutionize their romantic relationships by first transforming the relationship they have with themselves. So whether you are in a relationship, single or heartbroken, I've got you covered. I'm Jillian Tarecki, certified relationship coach and teacher with over 20 years experience helping people transform their relationship with themselves through their bodies, breath, and minds. I have coached and taught thousands of people to become better versions of themselves and change the way they show up for and within their love lives. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss the recent hoopla (laughs) around or surrounding, I should say, the reality TV show by Bravo called Vanderpump Rules. And I wanted to take some time to dedicate an episode to this because number one, I mean, I watched the show and have watched it since the beginning. And I will talk about just in just a moment why I like some reality TV or why I'm captivated, I should say, by some reality TV. Certainly not all of it. And also because there's this whole scandal, if you will. Just let me backtrack for a moment. I am going to speak as if you know the show. Because My assumption is that if you're listening to this episode, it's because you know what's going on. I don't want to take time to describe the, what the show is or isn't. So if you're interested in watching the show and then listening to this, then great. Chances are, if you don't even know the show or you hate reality TV, then this is an episode that you are for sure skipping or sending, sharing with someone who does watch it. So I'm going to talk as if you know exactly who the people are. I'm talking about Tom Sandoval and Ariana and Tom Sandoval's affair with Raquel. So this is not an episode about talking about the right and the wrong of what has happened. There's no question in my mind that what was done, the affair between Tom and Raquel was wrong and a betrayal. There's no debate there. And I'm not here to do this episode to put anyone down or take sides or anything like that. That was wrong. The only thing that I will say is that I'm surprised by how little Raquel is being held accountable. I'll just put that in as a side note. I think she should be held to be accountable just as much as Tom. But I really want to talk about it from the perspective of relationship particularly the relationship that Tom has with Ariana and Ariana has had with Tom. I don't know these people personally. So I'm literally only going by what I have observed by watching the show, what I've observed by listening to the various interviews afterwards, Howie Mandel's interview with Tom Sandoval. And I'm just going based, I want to use their relationship or what has happened to their relationship separate from the affair in many ways, as an example, because what has happened between Tom and Aria, when, what I know has happened, right? Because I'm sure there's a lot I don't know. But what I do know, what has happened between the two of them, and I'm not talking about the affair, I'm talking about their relationship pre-affair, is the story 
of countless couples. Their story, in many ways, is the story that has inspired me to do the work that I do, to share the messages that I have. And many of my episodes, not all, but many of my episodes, particularly the episodes that are more specific towards couples work in my podcast here on Jillian on Love, speaks to, in many ways, solving or attempting to solve the problem that I believe was the essence or defined sort of the breakdown between Tom and Ariana. So let me take a step back and just share with you a little bit about my experience with reality TV, because there might be some of you who are maybe surprised that I watch some reality TV. I think that some shows that I've been captivated by and just reality TV in general for me has been a really interesting look into human behavior. I find it very fascinating to observe what happens to people when the camera is on them. I think it's very, very fascinating to observe human dynamics and human relationships and how people relate to each other, how the camera might be impacting them, watching, observing to see when it looks like they forget that the camera is there. I also have found overall with reality TV to be an incredible example and study of the profound impact, the profound negative impact alcohol has on human relationships, including one's relationship with themselves. And we cannot discuss human relationship without talking about the relationship we have of ourselves. We just can't separate the two. And the amount of alcoholism in these shows, some obviously with people who are honest with it and talk about it and go through sobriety publicly, which is a very brave thing to do, but also the alcoholism that's not talked about. And even if it's not quote unquote alcoholism, to see how quickly communication breaks down when alcohol is involved. And I think it's just, if nothing else, reality TV shows us the impact of alcohol on a relationship, on all kinds of relationships. Since my obsession is human behavior and human relationship, that has been the thing that has drawn me to reality TV mostly. And then, of course, there's just the really interesting thing about watching a train wreck about to happen, just the drama and how many times I've watched these shows and thought to myself, if they only worked with a coach, if I could only get on that show and just help them out a little bit. So yeah, and Vanderpump Rules is something that I've watched since day one. I have found it really fascinating. At times I've been very appalled by some of the behavior. I've also found it very interesting just to watch some of these people really grow and blossom into mature adulthood. And so that's my spiel on why I watch it. Now I'm going to talk about 
Tom and Ariana. So three seasons ago, roughly, so it's a while ago, I remember calling my sister, who's also a Vanderpump Rules fan, and I said to her, literally, this is what I said to her, pretty much verbatim, I said, Deborah, <laughs> mark my words, Tom and Ariana are not having sex anymore. Something is wrong with their relationship and it's not going to end well. This was like, again, three seasons ago, but I was thinking it even sooner. And then this season rolls around. This is before the whole scandal. And I called my sister again and I said, did you watch last night's show? Yeah. Do you, and I remember asking her, do you see any chemistry? Do you feel any chemistry between Tom and Ariana? She said, no, none. I said, there's no chemistry. I said, they're friends. And I said, I don't, and actually, they don't even seem like friends anymore. It's like they're roommates who don't really like each other. So one of the habits that I have said in the past to be one of the most destructive habits in a relationship that is not so obvious and therefore not discussed nearly enough, but needs to be, is the habit of becoming too comfortable. And there's a paradox here because on the one hand, it's essential to feel 100% comfortable with the person who you are going to commit your life to. You want to feel at ease in your nervous system around them. You want to feel comfortable being yourself. You want to be comfortable in your pajamas with them and, you know, in your sweatpants and you want to be comfortable when you're all dressed up. You just want to be, it's the freedom of knowing that you don't have to pretend to be anyone other than who you are. And that is a gift. But couples, when they get too comfortable with each other, they start to take the relationship for granted. Yes, they take each other for granted, but I want to talk about more. The focus today is really how we can take the relationship for granted. And what I mean by this is, oh, I just don't have to deposit any energy into the emotional and well-being bank account of the relationship. I don't have to water the plant that is our relationship. I don't have to do the things like I did in the beginning to make sure that our relationship thrives. And the things that we have to do in order to make our relationship thrive, even though it will go through seasons and when a relationship lasts long enough, there will be inevitable challenges, no question. And there will be times where a couple's resilience will be tested. But overall, what you want is a relationship that thrives in spite of all that. And that means we have to consistently, more consistently, bring our A-game to the relationship. And one thing that 
I noticed that I witnessed through watching and also from just hearing Tom Sandoval speak on the show, watching him on the show, hearing him share what he shared in his interview with Howie Mandel, watching Ariana on the show and hearing her be transparent about her own personal struggles with depression. These are two people who were dealing with their own stuff and not communicating. Tom was going through some sort of midlife crisis, wasn't feeling good about himself, was feeling confused about his path. Ariana has said, and it's obvious that she was dealing with depression. I think the two of them would use alcohol as a way to numb pain. This is just what I've witnessed. I think that we all do things to numb ourselves. I think Tom was numbing himself with work, the band, doing everything outside of the relationship. So he claimed he didn't feel important to Ariana. And it's pretty obvious to me, just based on some of the scenes that I've seen, that Ariana felt like she wasn't important to him, that she was second to maybe his artistic and creative and business adventures. And the two of them made each other. They both deprioritized each other and the relationship. And so you think that a relationship when it's strong can just last. Guess what? Any relationship can last. But relationships can last for 20, 30 years hanging on by a thread. But it's another thing for a relationship to thrive. And for it to thrive, both people need to communicate. They need to not consistently bring their stressed out states to the relationship. I believe that they each got into their own habitual emotional patterns and they stopped bringing their levity and lightness to the relationship. And who knows, maybe they stopped bringing it to the relationship because they got too comfortable. Maybe they stopped bringing it to the relationship because they started to not feel safe with one another. Maybe they started to bring that to the relationship because like I said, they felt so safe with each other that they forgot that part of what makes a relationship thrive is being just uncomfortable enough to really want to make the relationship great. So you bring more of your A game, you spend more quality time together, you communicate when things are not right, you have sex, <laughs> you make sure that you have sex. If sex is a priority to you, you make sure that you have sex, you talk about sex, you talk about it if you're not having it, you try to come to solutions. And so I can only imagine that there were pressures that they had and influence that they had and just, I don't know, newfound fame, but they lost their way. Again, I want to make it very clear. This is not an excuse for what Tom did. There's no excuse for doing that. I'm not the morality police here. I'm not here to just say how wrong it is that he did what he did. I want to talk about what has led to the breakdown of their relationship because their relationship really broke down. He made a decision 
that was the wrong decision in response to a problem that had been there for a really long time. And the two of them are responsible for that. We are responsible for the breakdown in connection. We're not responsible for someone else's betrayal. But my hope is that in time, once the dust settles and the hurt settles, my hope is that they can really both reflect on how they both contributed to the relationship not working. They clearly did not communicate. There was some indication that there was couples therapy after the fact, which is ridiculous because you don't go to therapy when it's too late. You go to therapy because you love the other person and you love the relationship and you want to learn how to do things right. And I think that they were both running away from each other, denying that there was an issue. And like I said, who knows what happens behind closed doors, but there's no question that the two of them had allowed their relationship to become more like roommates, more like a friendship, although I couldn't even feel the friendship chemistry between them anymore. They used to have an energy between them that was so strong and fierce. It was like not only a lot of romantic chemistry between them, but like they really fiercely had each other's back. And in the last few seasons, I didn't sense that at all. So my guess is that they stayed together because there is a lot of love. There is a lot of attachment, but they both messed it up. You know, it's such a shame that there was this huge betrayal of trust because now their story becomes this versus what really needs to be addressed for the two of them to individually evolve into the best versions of themselves and have a healthy relationship with someone else in the future. If the story remains that it's just like he, you know, cheated Raquel and all of that, it's such a shame because the story really has to be, like I said, how did I contribute to this relationship being really over before it was even over? And it's similar to my episode that I released several months ago titled Sex and Sweatpants. It's great. I think sweatpants are sexy. It's it's a metaphor, by the way. Don't take it literally, please. It's great to be comfortable. It's so important to have a strong friendship with the person who you are in a relationship with. But romance is really important too. Passion is really important too. And people lose passion for each other when they, number one, lose passion in their own lives, right? They're dealing with depression. They're in their pattern. They're not doing things to help themselves. They're numbing themselves. They're feeling lost. And they're just bringing these two lost states to the relationship consistently, right? We all get lost once in a while, but consistently. They're a thin shell of who they were when they first started seeing each other. You know, it's like all of a sudden they just see the glass half empty as opposed to when they started seeing each other, it was a lot more full. And so number one, we have to be really mindful of the states that we are bringing to the relationship. Number two, we have to communicate. We just can't ignore the elephant in the room. 
So managing our states, which is really stress states, Ariana being in a stress state, Tom being in a stress state, all of us can reflect on our stress states. I did an entire episode on this. So managing our stress states, not using the relationship as this sort of dumping ground for our stress states, thinking, well, again, they'll never leave me or it's fine. I can be like this. I don't actually have to show up. Yes, we have to show up. We fully have to show up for ourselves and for the relationship. We can't just always bring these stressed out states. And then we need to communicate. If there is something that needs to be addressed in the relationship, you don't just say, well, I tried, I tried. No, you make it happen. And when you've got a nine, 10 year relationship underneath your belt, you better bet that you make that a priority. And then number three, you got to feel significant to each other. I absolutely know that people cheat for various reasons, but one of them is they don't feel significant to the person they're in a relationship with, which may not be any fault of the other person. It's just, it's to feel alive, right? He stepped out of that relationship because he didn't feel alive. His aliveness was his responsibility, but the two of them also had a relationship that lost a lot of its life. And that's very stressful. And they weren't communicating about it. And I know they didn't feel significant to each other. He felt the second, third, fourth fiddle to Ariana. And I know she felt the same way to him, but they didn't get the help that they needed. So managing our stress states, bringing more of our A game to the relationship more consistently, communication, And then really what breaks down a relationship is not a lack of love. It's rarely a lack of love that pulls two people apart. It's a lack of connection or a breakdown of connection. These are two people who were so clearly not connected, living separate lives, ignoring the elephant in the room, feeling unimportant to one another and not communicating. And when that connection breaks down, so does attraction. So does the motivation to meet each other's needs. And then it's a wrap. And unfortunately it had to end the way that it did. Cause like I said, we all have to reflect on our contribution to a long-term relationship in particular was what I'm talking about today. Falling apart The affair was wrong. It was a betrayal. Everything about it was wrong. What I'm interested in and what I'm hoping for everyone to take from this is what was happening before that. And not to say, well, it doesn't matter because he did that. No, of course it matters. It does not justify what he did, but it still matters. So if you are reflecting on your own breakup or on your own marriage or on your own relationship, remember that we have to see our part. We have to see the ways in which we didn't bring what we needed to bring to the relationship. We have to be able to take a step back And not only see, we have to see their part too, but it's more about the perspective of seeing what happened. What was our pattern as a couple and what is innately correlated with that 
what was my pattern individually? What was my pattern? Because I promise you it was probably a pattern that you brought to other relationships. What was their pattern? What was our pattern? And these are not three separate things. Like I said, they are innately correlated. And you may have to wait till the dust settles and some of the pain settles for whatever the situation is. But we all have to be able to see that. And if you're in a relationship and some of these words are really resonating with you and you watch Vanderpump Rules, let my interpretation of their relationship be a warning. If you're in a relationship right now and you are struggling to feel connected with each other, this relationship highlighted in Vanderpump Rules and what I'm saying today has to be a warning. Don't let that happen to you. Talk, notice what your pattern is. Notice what the pattern is that the two of you are in. Get some help. Start naming the elephant in the room. Start telling the truth to yourself and to the other and start figuring out what each other's needs are and start meeting them. And so that is my commentary on the hoopla scandal of Vanderpump Rules. And I hope it helps. I hope it gives you something to think about. And I thank you for listening. You know, here's the thing. I wanted to create this episode for people, obviously, who would be interested to hear about this, but you don't have to watch the show to understand my message. So please share this because maybe this will inspire some people to see what was going on in the show, but more importantly, inspire people to not get into the habit of getting so comfortable in their relationship that they stop trying and they take the relationship for granted and think that it's just going to be there. No relationship is just going to be there. We have to water it. We have to feed it. We have to take care of it. We have to cherish it. So thank you for listening. If you have any comments or questions about this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at hello at jillianonlove.com. I know this is a big one, especially for fans of the shows. So please reach out if you have any questions or comments or if anything struck a chord with you, please share this far and wide. And as always, I thank you for being here. Jillian on Love is a Q-Code production, executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson, produced by Ryan Countshouse, edited in music by Will Tendy.